Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Apremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. As we uh, recap week three and a good week three for the Miami Dolphins as uh, the game that they weren't really supposed to uh, play like they did, um, they dominate. And uh, 31-13 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, A very uh, uncharacteristic game from the way that they've been playing of late. Uh, So that definitely brings a lot of optimism and uh, a primetime game. So how do you like that? Uh, the Dolphins actually winning a game and in uh, dominating fashion on on, uh, on prime time with the national audience watching. Uh, that's something that Dolphin fans and, and non-Dolphin fans have not seen in a long, long time. And uh, certainly the Dolphins have different teams that they play good against and, and match up good against. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, not really one of them. Um, they have not had an extraordinary amount of success against the Jaguars, especially in big games. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, all around the board, um, nice to see in that fashion. And, of course, I've been fairly critical uh, of the offense. Not critical in the sense that I've I've been all over them game after game. I just have been critical as far as what they have on paper. Um, I have often said that I don't think that they scare anybody, uh, but, um, you know, they certainly clicked on all cylinders, and the things that I've said can happen did happen, and they happened uh, all at once. And so when something like that goes down, um, you know, they're capable of doing some good things, and and there's no doubt about that. Uh, So... Again, um, you know, this is a team that it's going to be interesting to see where they follow up on this as they have the Seattle Seahawks uh, as their next game and and probably not the greatest game that you would want following up a big win like that because it's it's certainly going to be, you know, a very tough opponent and and we'll see how that all shakes out. But um, I think that, you know, when, when you start getting things going in the right, momentum in the right fashion, it's important to, to kind of keep that train moving. So we're going to break it all down, and uh, we'll, uh, I guess, look at, at all the areas that we did in the last few weeks and see maybe what has changed and, and what we like. And I'm sure Rich has some very strong points as that, uh, as, as that goes. And so without further ado, uh, let's get uh, – Rich, uh, onto the show. Now, um, you can look at a lot of different things, Rich, and, and uh, why they were able to win and, 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 you know, and whatnot. But, you know, it really comes down to one, one factor, and that was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, you know, he's been up and down, and, and you know sometimes you're going to get Fitz magic, magic, and, you know, when you get the other way, well, well this was about as good as, uh, as a quarterback can play, Rich, as, as – uh, Fitzpatrick set the Dolphins' single-game completion uh, record, uh, and and he was just he was on fire. I mean, I think he went 18 for 20, and uh, you know he the two drop passes I think were to Gasecki, and and uh, you know they they were catchable balls. So um, you know he was on, and and when he's on, he can do some special things. Agreed. You know, yeah, he is what he is. I mean, like, what did he throw for 160 yards? It was like, you know, he wasn't exactly throwing the ball 30 yards a clip. You know, he was he was very controlled, which is what you want to see him. You don't want to see him turning the ball over like he did the first two games, you know. 
You know, you, you're never going to get Kyle Unitas out of Fitzpatrick, but you know, yeah, that's how you want him to play. You want him to play in a controlled method like that. You know, that's very accurate. Yeah, but he was controlled. He was hitting some real sharp passes though, and he was just he was on. I mean, he was so accurate the entire yeah, night, and that was, you know, and so so yeah, I understand what you're saying, I, you know. But, um, you know, you're not going to get this every week from him. But when the man is on, I mean, he, he has had some big games, you know. That's, that's what I'm saying. And, and that's, the, that's the reason why, you know, when you take it in a nutshell, you look at the first two weeks and then you look at him and how he was in this game. I mean, he was the main factor uh, that, you know, this team was able to start off on the foot that it did. And he didn't let up on the pedal all night. He didn't make any mistakes. And he was super, super accurate. And when you put – you know, uh, you, you have the ball three times, you put up three scores, uh, three touchdowns, no less. Um, you know, you, you, that, you're off to a real good start. Yeah. And by the way, Rich, did you know, did you know that, uh, that the Dolphins had uh, three touchdowns on their first three possessions? That's the, only the first time they've done that since 2011, uh, a decade ago. And it's only the second time they've done that since 2000. So it's like they do that once every 10 years. So it was the first time they won a game by more than 10 points in like in, since 2011 too? Did I see that also? Is that right? That long? That, yeah. can't, be, that can't be right. They have not won a game by, by – the they haven't won a game by double digits since 2011. Yeah. That's what, that's what it said on the screen. Yeah. Yep. They said it was the longest active streak in, the, in football. That that's insane. Is that right? I mean, can you think of one? Uh, even those. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, the, none of those Jet games and can't be right that they haven't won a game by double digits in ten years. No way. No way. How can that possibly be right? Could it be? Could it be a road game? Well, I'm trying to think. Some of those Jet games that we were at, they dominated pretty good, right? Yeah. And they were back right? in 2011. Yeah. Yeah, I I I I don't know. I, that doesn't seem right to me. It really doesn't seem right to me. Um, but you know, irregardless, it's, you can certainly say this is the best this team has played and looked in in oh I, a long, long time, a long, long time. And you know, I started thinking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, and and I mean. They just don't play them well in big game situations. I don't know what the overall record is. It might be somewhere near 500. But that team has really dominated us when it comes to big games. The ones that come to mind was 1998, I believe it was. They had that big Monday night game to, for the control of Florida. And all I remember is Tony Baselli dominating Jason Taylor throughout the entire Monday night. You remember that? And then, of course, 99, Marino's final game. You know, down there, we know how that went. I just don't remember the Dolphins beating them in big game situations at all. I really don't remember a, m a moment where we really beat them at all. Uh, you know, I'm sure we have, but I just don't remember one, you know? Well, the ones that come to mind, like I said, the ones that come to mind, Tannehill in his rookie year. Wasn't it like even, there were, um, there like even when they were an expansion team, we didn't play well against them? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, 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 they just never played well against them. But Tannehill in his rookie year, I remember we beat them in 2012. And that was in Miami, and he had that big run. And they played very well in that game. That was like Tannehill's biggest win that year. So I remember that. And then I remember there was a Ricky Williams game where Ricky kind of went, went nuts and went wild on them. And uh, they wore aqua jerseys. I don't know if you remember that. And Ricky had a field day against them. He had that one touchdown, like, at the goal line. Where, um, so I, I remember those two games. But, again, nothing like not, – not huge games. You know what I mean? Like, they were regular, regular season games. Um, so, you know, the games that really matter, I don't remember them ever doing anything against that franchise. And keep in mind, Jacksonville was good early. They were good early. I mean, they were rough the, the first year they were at, and then they went right to the championship team the next year. So that franchise got good real quick. Yeah, no, you're right. They did. They really did. Uh, one other thing, too. Gusecki, seven touchdowns since week 12 last year. The most in the NFL. Well, 
Well, he's definitely turned the corner since the end of last year. There's no question. Because we were like, we were questioning if this was another bomb pick, you know? And he really started to, I mean, he's making one-handed catches. I mean, he's really coming along, you know? And I don't know if you heard, there's no crowd in the stadium, so you can hear a lot more on the field. And I'm pretty sure after his last touchdown, I'm pretty sure he said, tell Rich where to stick it. He was wrong about me. Did you hear that? Or was that just me? You know, I'll tell you another thing. I still, I still defend Grant. I think you're wrong on Grant. I mean, I think you're right in the sense that when Grant is your main guy, or you're relying on him in a certain way, that he's not going to be that. But I think that if you can utilize Grant for where he's good, Grant can do some special things. I think he's an electric player with a lot of speed. You've seen that. He had that big run in Jacksonville, 20-something yards. Um, you know, he can return punts for touchdowns. He can do good things. And I don't mind having a guy like Grant on my team. But I wouldn't want him as my third receiver, so I agree with that part of it, you know? I heard he could bowl, too. Maybe you could take him bowl on Wednesday. <laughs> Way off on this guy. Way off on this guy. Give him no respect at all. <laughs> Way off on him. Way off on him. All right, so <laughs> let's uh, let's break it down a little bit um, as far as statistic-wise, okay? So Fitzpatrick, as you said, 18 for 20, 160 yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions, one of, if not the best game he's played, uh, you know. Uh, and like I said, he had a chance to be perfect. You know, the, the the two incomplete passes were were not great, but they were certainly catchable. Um, so so there's that. Out of the running back situation, Rich, I think it's pretty clear that Miles Gaskin has certainly surfaced as your guy. Yeah, it's Gaskin and the other two guys. I mean, Howard's very disappointed. i got to be honest with you. He is. You know? He is. He really yeah, is. Yeah, I, I, I do know. I think you're right about that. I mean, there was a lot of – anticipation, you know, with him. And, uh, you know, this is a guy that, you know, he's from Philly, right? He's in his fifth year. And if I'm not mistaken, he got a Super Bowl ring. He was on that team, right? Yeah, he was. And really hasn't done anything in the last few years. And it seems like every time we get make a trade for a player in Philly, we get taken, <laughs> right? Taken as far as contracts or taken as far as players? Because – the two players that you got, and if you're going back to that Tannebaum trade, you know, you gave up a lot for them and you took high salaries. Not that those guys, you know, especially Kiko, didn't produce for you, but you're saying it was an uneven trade. Um, is, am I missing somebody else? Is there, is there other guys? And it, wasn't, yeah, it, was, it was an uneven trade. The players weren't that good, and they were probably going to be released anyway. So it was, a, it was a pretty bad trade all around. Who else am I missing? Is there other Eagles that have disappointed? Yeah, I'm sure there has been. It's just every time we try to make a deal with them, it just seems like they get us over the barrel. Yeah, well, remember we traded the second yeah. round picks with them that one year, and I think I think is it was that the Pat White trade when we traded with them or something. We did something really stupid, Maybe. like back in that too. You know, we we, yeah. we got that quarterback. Remember, remember we got that quarterback. Qu Quarter or corner? Quarter. No, quarter. Quarterback. Quarter. Who was that guy? Yeah, we got a quarterback from there that was like a – everybody knew he was a bust, and we brought him in anyway. And it was – I guess right. we had to give up like a second-round pick or something. It was a – it was, was really, that right? Oh, God, what was – yeah, I, I remember – I remember shaking my head. It was like such a choke. Yeah. He was like – I think I gave him like one or two starts, and that was it, you know? It was oh, like, he actually started. Yeah, yeah. It was a long hmm. time ago. Yeah, not – it was like the, sure. the Park um, era, you know? Oh, okay, back then. So back in the Pat White era. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, one of the McDowns or something? No, it wasn't the McDowns. It was like a, it was a, like a, it was a guy that was taken really high that they gave up on already, and then we traded for him. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll come up with it. it, yeah. it was you'll you'll think of it. So, yeah, you'll think of it. So, um. Yeah, but you're right. Like, Howard, you know, especially, like, at the goal line. I mean, was this guy, like, a touchdown specialist? I mean, this said, is yeah. the guy that – that's what they said, right? Yeah, yeah. So, disappointing. And I'm a little disappointed with Breida so far, too. I mean, not that I had 
you know, any aspirations, you know, but, you know, it certainly thought he would have been a little bit more productive. It's typical garbage pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? With these guys, they, they went, yeah. they, you know, they didn't want to spend any money on a running back, so they went and took, like, you know, third-tier guys from two different teams. You know, it's ridiculous. Do you remember Breida? I know that he was probably going to get cut this year with Frisco, that he wasn't going to make the team with their running back situation. Yeah, I mean, he's So he wouldn't have made the team league. this year? I don't think so, no. Hmm. No. And I think yeah, I mean, that, yeah, so see, that's the problem, Ben, with these moves that they make, is when you're getting guys that are going to be on the, on the block and they're getting waived, and you're making trades, then, you know, that's foolish, you know? And they've done that quite a lot. So that's where criticism could certainly go. You know, look, I said they had an opportunity to take a running back in the, in the first round, but there were certainly running backs available later too. You know what I mean? Like they could have got the pick of the litter if yeah. they used the third, first round pick. But, you know, they had a bunch of second and third rounders too. They didn't address that at all. No, but I think this is why. I mean, I think that, think that they, they, yeah. they basically – we are content with these two guys, and then you know. Three guys. Uh, but, but you have to say, do, do you do you think that the running backs are are like how much better is this team if they had a running back other than this this core? How much better is it? I'm not so sure. Listen, if you're going to tell me that you're going to get, um, you know, uh, 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 Derrick Henry, you know, uh, or, or uh, you know. Um, uh, the New Orleans back, you know, I mean, you know, okay. But well, if you're just going to get a regular yeah. But if the guy that Kansas City took, the first runner back to go off the board, he's like a, he's like right. a, the New Orleans guy. You know what I mean? He's like a Camara. You know, he's big, he's fast. And right, Camara. You know? Yeah, he's very similar to Camara. So, you know, that's a problem, you know. I think they could have got somebody that was very versatile, very fast, you know. And who knows? Maybe he doesn't help you this year, but he helps you the next two or three. Yeah, you know? I mean, if he's gonna, yeah, if he's gonna turn out to be that kind of a guy, then certainly, you know, then then, then yeah. Um, and then we're, we're gonna obviously tonight, huge, huge game as uh, as the Chiefs go to uh, Baltimore. So I'm gonna keep an eye out for that, and we'll see what that back has been doing there because I haven't really followed him a lot. But you're right. If he turns out to be that kind of back, then dead, you know, huge mistake. Huge mistake. But other than that, I don't know what a running back does to this team right now unless it's a, a high upper echelon back. It was a gaping, you know? it was a gaping move. It was a gaping hole. That's my problem. You know? A gaping hole last year? Yeah, I thought so. We got rid of everyone. So you, you're you saying know? like they needed to bring in somebody and after that. You got the chance. Yeah, you got the chance after drafting two good players in the first round. You got a chance to draft the best runner back in the draft. I mean, I, I think that would have been like that would have given them like an A plus in the draft on the first round. You know, if they did that. Yeah, maybe, and but like just, like I said, Rich, I still got to yeah. say, but I still got to say, Rich, uh, I don't believe there was that kind of back in last year's draft. That's why nobody was taken basically in the first round because there really wasn't that type of running back last year. Yeah, I, I can understand if this Ezekiel Elliott. I, I think there was three really good running backs in last year's draft, but the problem was so good. You know, a lot of teams, a lot of teams needed quarterbacks, and a lot of teams needed needed offensive linemen, and there was like a really good defensive draft last year too. You know, and a wide receiver draft was like they had like superstars in that position. So that that's but why so good, Rich. Yeah, I mean, but so Jackson good. City maybe a superstar, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying to, 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 to go out. I haven't spit, but they're like you know. I think there are three really good backs that were there. That not, not one of them's taken in the entire first round. I don't know. Well, I well, I guess we'll see. Kansas City did take them in the first round after us. So yeah, they took them with the thirty-second pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the first or the yeah. second. Yeah, so really, really. So they're all out of there. All right, uh, all right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, Rich seemed to have like a little bit of a delay again on the phone, so we'll see if we can get that corrected. And uh, we'll come right back right after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. 
So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello. I remember standing on the corner at midnight Trying to get my courage up There was this long, lovely dancer in a little club downtown. Loved to watch her do her stuff. Through the long, lonely night, she filled my sleep. Body softly swaying to that smoky beat. Down on Main Street. All right, welcome back to Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant coming at you. Recapping the Miami Dolphins' first victory of the 2020 season as they uh, defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars in uh, stunning fashion, 31-13. And uh, just a reminder, you can uh, send us any questions, comments, Pacatello Show at yahoo.com. Check us on uh, iTunes, YouTube, wherever, uh, uh, Apple Broadcast, uh, Blog Talk, wherever you get your your content, we're there. Um, Rich, you know, we've talked a lot about the offense, and then, you know, obviously we'll head over to the defensive part of the ball. But the one thing that I just really want to comment on, because I said this the first two weeks, it was my biggest bright spot going into this year, uh, biggest surprise, and it's certainly, you know, the biggest bright spot that I see, and especially with, the, you know, young Tua, you know, in, in the in, waiting in the wings uh, at some point to become the quarterback. This offensive line has been playing fantastic, and it's a bunch of guys that shouldn't be playing fantastic. They're young rookies, and, um, you know, they're, they're really playing great. Well, it took 25 years, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead of myself too the, much, the you know, but they're the really playing the offensive good. line, right? How many times did you hear that one, right? The rebuild of the offense. But this line, almost right? seems like an accident. I know, I know. I know. Yeah. But like I know. you you couldn't yeah. have anticipated this, right? No. Um I mean, you know, Jesse Davis, Solomon Kindley, Ted Karras, Eric Flowers and Austin Jackson. I mean, you you couldn't name those five guys, you know, if you had to. And Eric, so, Eric Flowers got run into New York, you know, with the Giants. He was, a, you know, he was a huge draft bust for them up there, and he really seemed to turn the corner with us now, you know? Yeah, what do you think it was, just change of scenery? I mean, obviously New York, tough place to play, especially in recent times up there. I mean, it's been, they've been They were giving him a lot of crap. I don't know. He, was, he, he looked terrible when he was playing with them, and then they basically gave up on him, got rid of him, you know, and I guess, you know, you know maybe he, he just matured, and, you know, or, or he just needed to change the scenery. Who knows? But he's Sometimes playing much differently than he did there. Yeah. Yep. And 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 like you always say, Rich, this is a perfect example of how offensive linemen kind of mature into what they're going to be, and that's why you don't necessarily have to take one in the first five picks of the of the yeah. first round. Absolutely. I mean, this guy's in the Hall of Fame that were drafted in late rounds, you know. So uh, sure. You know, this might be an example of this, and we'll see how it goes. But, you know, one thing that's always been bad 
with the offensive line is injuries. The Dolphins have had the, the injury bug when it comes to offensive linemen. So they've been healthy, you know, for three weeks now, and hopefully that will stay that way because that could derail things in a hurry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we know that story. Yeah. You know, when no you see the card out there three times, and yeah. there's no backups, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, you, and, those, and those are your top free agents that are 30-something years old that you brought in. It yep. doesn't end well. Yeah. So there's no. there's no doubt about that, <clears throat> you know. Um, okay, let's go to the defensive side of the football because uh, basically uh, this defense, um, you know, played – I mean, they let up 13 points. Uh, they got, uh, you know, two, two turnovers. Xavier Howard has a pick at the end of the game. They played much better, uh, but a lot of that could have to do with the pressure that they put on Minshew. Um, you know, they, they, they were able to get some pressure on him, right? Kind of took him out of his game so, early. Yeah. yeah. You know, Minshew's Minshew. You know what I mean? They, they, they got this guy being this great quarterback sometimes. Like, if he plays one game, they like everybody touts how great this guy is. He, he is what he is. He's an average quarterback at best. You know, yeah, I mean, I I liked him. I liked him more than you did, like, from what I've seen yeah. in the past. But that being said, I don't know that I would have signed Nick Foles to that kind of contract and gave up on him like they did for, <laughs> for this guy. I mean, that that's really strange. Chicago's pretty happy about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, but they're in the same boat, too. They're doing the same thing, though. They're happy about well, they it, Rick, but they're doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah the guy that they paid a ton. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. that's their guy. So they're doing the same yeah. thing. They're just doing it, you know. Just doing the same thing. So that, that's yeah. always strange. Yeah. When you, you sign these guys to that kind of – but I, I think they gave up on Nick Foles pretty quick because they thought this guy was going to be much cheaper and, and, you know, and maybe be something too. I think the money had a lot to do with it. And Doesn't plus it what went on with Coughlin. Yeah, oh, it always does. But plus what went what, on with Coughlin – Probably yep. had a lot to do with it too, right? Because that yeah, was I'm sure Coughlin you know, was the one that brought Foles in, so that was probably right. after they got rid of Coughlin, they wanted to get rid of him too. You know, that's that, and that's probably the biggest reason, right? Yeah, that's what I would think too. Yep, that's where I was going with that. Um, so, but the, the defense, you know, I thought uh, was was much improved, um, but you know, still still looked like you know there was times when it was. Uh, Let's face it, that missed extra point at the end of the game changed a lot of things. Oh, God. Yep. It really did, right? Yeah. I mean, because they wanted a, they been wanted a new kicker, you know, today. Oh, did they really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Rich, you could have been within two scores, <laughs> you know, with a lot of time. I know. I know. So, uh, it's important to keep it where it is, but, um, you know, they they've – They've got some injuries now, you know, and and so the secondary has been exposed a little bit, but you have a really, really solid team coming in next week. Scary. You know, like I, it, it can be. It can be. I mean, we've had some success against this team, but Byron Jones yeah, is I out. Yeah, I understand that. But, I don't, but don't – this guy's got 13 touchdowns already. Is the, he broke the record? Yeah. For three games. Broke the record. And so, and and also, you know how when he runs around, we don't do anything with that. We're horrible. When it comes yeah. To no, that. that's it's a very rough situation. Oh, I mean, he's playing the best football of anybody in the league right now. I mean, he's just yep. absolutely, you know, playing and fantastic. His strengths, his strengths are our weaknesses. We're horrible against that kind of quarterback. You know. That lives on broken plays well, and the scrambling and everything else. We're terrible with that. You know, yeah, but that, somebody's you know, going to be lives, open when he runs he, around. Yeah, he can do that, but he can also, like Belichick said, he can pocket pass with the best of them. So you you get either way. I, I got I mean, you. I'm just saying, but the, when part. he gets out of the pocket, it's really bad for us. We do, we're awful when it comes to that. You know. Yeah, there's I always agree. somebody open when Bel- somebody scrambles. You know. Belichick says he's the best player in football. It's hard to argue with. I mean, yeah, yeah, he said that going to week two. You know, listen, where's where's the weakness? I mean, really, if you think about it, and then I think he put up four against them. 
After he said it. Yep. Put the, and, and then beat them, you know. So, um, but, you know, when we stay in – let's stay in the defensive secondary because this is what we were talking about. You know, this uh, – and I'm probably going to pronounce it, you know, <laughs> wrong. But uh, yeah. Noah yeah, – what, know what is it? Igman yeah. Ig- yeah. yeah. Nani. You know, Iggy. this was yeah, a no, corner Iggy. that you yeah. – Okay, you uh, you were critical of it because I think this is another guy that played wide receiver, right? And then they moved over of to course, quarterback, yeah. right? So that means so, a he, he he was really a bad wide receiver because he couldn't catch, or b he was a really he couldn't run a pattern, so they make him a corner. That's one of the two. But usually, it's the guy can't catch things. But regardless, with uh, Byron Jones going down, uh, he's been thrown into the fire and against good receivers, too. Yep. He had digs, you know, first week. And, um, and, and, you know, he struggled at times. There's no doubt about it. Um, he held his own at times. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he can progress. What is your, you know, what is your honest opinion of what he's done thus far in the role that he's been putting? Because he has been thrown into the fire. I mean, he's been exposed in, in a lot of areas. I think they're going, they're, they're actually picking on him, you know, because he's the weak link back there. Yeah, I, I think you know, at best he's a C minus right now, you know, and that's pretty high. I was probably lower than that. I was right. I was pretty critical of the Dolphins for for not adjusting in 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 that Buffalo game and putting Howard, who by the way, I, Howard is not. He's hurt. You can tell he's not a hundred percent. He's just not playing. You I mean played yeah. better? Something's wrong with him, right? He's just you know, and it's the I knee. So. I mean, it's the knee. And yeah, so I'll give, him, I'll give him cre- I'll give him credit for gutting it out and getting in that lineup each week because he's not a hundred percent and he hasn't been since since opening day. So I will give him some credit there. Um, you know, he he is getting paid like an elite corner. So you know, I guess when he's healthy, we'll see. He was able to get that that interception at the end of the game, so um, you know we'll see. Uh, but I think that they they could have mixed that up a little bit, and maybe as it goes on, we'll see how that goes. Now I don't know what Jones's status is. I don't even know if he knows what his status is because groins are funny. You know, he was ruled out pretty early. You know, for last week I think they ruled him out Tuesday. You know that he wasn't going to play. You know, they didn't even Short really week. give it a shot. Now it's a long week, but I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I mean, I'm sure we'll know something by Thursday or Friday. Either. But you don't, you don't know. Who knows You're what right. that is? You're right. It, it, could be a, it could be six weeks. It could be two. You never know with that. And now you got the long week, like you said. So you got the 10-day rest or whatever it is until yeah. they, they play again at home. If he's not in the lineup, then, you know, you tend to think that – you know, this thing's it's worse than they made it out to be. And groins are a yep. funny thing, so we'll we'll see how that goes. I mean, you just look, you know, to, to change the sport, but somebody like an Aaron Judge, you know, is, uh, gets a groin injury. They put him on a 10-day uh, IR, and he, and he complains about that. But then he it actually turns out to be longer with the games canceled, and he's out for, what, two-plus two weeks comes back for one at bat and he's out again for another year. So it's a weird thing. I mean, you know, and, and, and then once you feel better, you have to use it and you can re-injure it mighty quickly. So we hope for the best because I think that if he's in this secondary now, it could change things, especially with uh, Iggy getting better. You know, I mean, he's obviously is a better corner than he was when he was thrown into the fire in week one. You know what I mean? So he's better now. So Absolutely. it'd be interesting to see yep. when you get – them all together because I think Bobby McCain I was, could be a liability. I was, I was impressed. I'll tell you what they can impress me that that little goal line stance they had. Yeah. In the old days, it was a guaranteed touchdown. You know it, I know it. You yeah. know, I was very impressed that they stopped there at the end of the game. You know, I was too. Very happily impressed that they were able to do yeah. that as well because, uh, like you said, in the old days, that's a guaranteed touchdown. And uh, oh god, yeah. especially off of a right. So they yeah. So there's definitely positive things that you've seen. Um, And, you know, we'll see how it continues to go. The one thing that I will say, though, Rich, is the league has gotten better in a lot of areas. There's a lot of good teams now. And, uh, you know, so you're going to have to really step up your game 
week to week. You know, there's going to be bad teams, and then there's a lot of really good teams. So you just hope that they can continue to progress. Um, their schedule is pretty difficult this year. They have a very difficult schedule for the record that they had. Don't we always, though? We never get a break when we stick. Right? Certainly seems that it never, way. Never it seems really like does seem schedule. that way. Yeah. I, I agree you know, with you. I mean, I, I can that, remember years that they, yeah, that they just really seem to get the short end of the stick. And then that team up in uh, in New England just seems to get, you know, they, they win Super Bowls and they seem to be given a four and – you know, in 12 schedule, it's, it's kind of crazy. They never, they, they never, every tough game is in Foxborough, right? Every time. Always. It's, you know, there's, it's never a tough road game. Yeah, it's, it's constant. And so I guess, you know, we'll, yeah, you have to play who you have to play. But, um, you know, like I said, you come off a victory like this, and right off the bat you got Seattle, you know? I mean that's not exactly yeah. how you'd want to do it, and I, and just jumping a couple ahead, I think you got San you're at San Francisco after that, and then at Denver after that. So well, those two uh, teams are really up not a lot of You know, those both two those yeah. teams are still banged up. So as long as they don't get healthy, we're you know we could catch a break with those. Yeah, the Denver yeah. situation uh, is a mess right now. And Frisco without Galarfalo is not not pretty either. I mean, they just played the Giants yesterday. That's why they looked okay. The Giants are just right, right. Abysmal. I don't think that uh, I don't think Denver must be very happy besides the back in it, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's doesn't seem like they've really uh, taken any massive steps forward since the the Giants slide. You know, they 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 they're not a good football team, and I understand that Barkley's hurt now and he's out for the year. But um, you know, they're not they're not a very good football team. Um, so yeah, I, I would tend to agree with you there. <laughs> but they're, they're not the worst one in New York, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, this game, you just, just when the Jets stink. It's just this is like you know the world's back on its axis, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's definitely a tilt. More, it's more a tilt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When the when the Jets are really good, it's a tilt. Yeah, and, and I just want to say to all the Jet it. fans out there in the Jet organization, this is payback for for giving us Tannenbaum, so you can take Gaze and stick it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> this is this is payback. Yeah. <laughs> Gaze lasts the year. Does he last the year? I heard they're reevaluating him the next two weeks. He could be gone. Yeah, I don't think he lasts the year. I really no, don't. I and I never understood it. Yeah. And I, I hate to tell you when you're right, but uh, you know what? Like, I never understood what was so great about the Chicago 6-11 and 11 team, that he was this no, guru it, when you finished 6-11. It, it and made no two. sense that he never developed. Like, he's this quarterback guru that never developed a quarterback. I, I don't understand that. I don't get all this crap. Like he did nothing with Jay Cutler. He was six and ten. Big deal. Who cares? And he I, did I'll nothing, be honest you know, with you. So Peyton Manning, could, so Peyton Manning, the, like he, yeah. Peyton Manning just did whatever he wanted. You know, that's what he was. I could be the quarterback okay, coach when it comes with Peyton Manning. I could be the QB what do you think? coach with what Peyton Manning. What do you want to do here, Peyton? And I'm going to throw the ball along. Okay, good idea. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I know, you know, ridiculous. so I. This clown, like, you know, he gets run out of Miami and, and like, really, I mean, I mean, if this guy was, like, going for any other job and they called up their, his former employer, there's no way he could get another job. Like, what, what did the Jets see that the whole world didn't? You know, he was bad with the players. I don't know. You know, coaches didn't want to coach with him. I mean, what, what was so good about this guy? The guy was a loser, you know? And ironically, the same problem that he had in Miami relating to the high-priced superstar player, it didn't even take him yeah. the start of the season before he started fighting with Le'Veon Bell and doing the exact same thing there. So he went into well, the he said same it, remember, MO. That remember he, he started before he even met Le'Veon Bell. He said he, didn't, he wouldn't have signed him if it was up to him. Same he didn't thing he did in yet. Miami. Yep. Yeah, right. Started off on the wrong foot right off the bat and – He's not going to recover yeah. from that, in my opinion. But um, there no. were certainly some uh, really exciting and unusual games in the NFL. 
uh, this weekend. So we'll take our break, uh, come on back and finish up. We'll go through that because uh, it's been a pretty exciting 2020. 31, 30 seconds to go. I believe Marino is saying I'm going to spike it. He's looking. He's rolling. This is Mark Ingram, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant, as we uh, come to the final stretch. And uh, Rich, certainly a very exciting, uh, exciting three weeks really of the NFL. I- I'm surprised at how, uh, uh, I guess, attentive I've been to it and entertained I've been by the games. I, I think that um, for whatever reason, it works. Um, I don't, there's a lot of factors going in that I thought were going to derail this league this year. And that's kind of been kept to a minimum. I'll leave it at that. Uh, but the games themselves have been pretty entertaining and, uh, we're going to take you right up to an unbelievable Monday night matchup tonight as uh, Kansas city goes to Baltimore. But what I noticed, uh, around the league this week, Rich was a lot of teams, uh, had huge leads and either lost them or it came down to the wire. And I start off in our division with the Buffalo Bills blowing out the Rams. I was like, really? And then the Rams come all the way back and uh, probably should have won that game. Yeah, that was a good game. That That was a very good game. It was a good game. The Cowboy game uh, was a good game. Yeah. uh, So the Cowboys, again, um, I like, Dak Prescott. I, I think he's a good quarterback, and I might, I, I might make him my franchise quarterback depending on the deal. But how many times? When is he going to come through on a fourth quarter win? It just seems like he always falls short when it comes down to crunch well, my, time. My problem, my problem with Dak Prescott is like it's that whole quarterback mentality thing. It's like if you don't give him forty million a year, you got to release him. I don't understand why there can't be some kind of happy medium there. You know. I don't know why it has to be all no, or nothing no. with these guys. I don't get it. Because you know, the precedent everybody has set to be and the, the agents fight it. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't understand it. I mean, you know, because he's not. You know, he's not. A, you know, that elite kind of guy. You know, he's a he's a nice ball player. But you're right. He never comes through when it, when it matters. He's on the cusp of being elite. I mean, he's certainly in the second tier of that, and I don't know that he'll ever get to yeah. what the top top tier is. But um, 
But, you know, again, they well, listen, they, they got so lucky in the week before this with that victory right. that I guess it balances out because they had no right winning that game. Um, but here they play Seattle, and I don't know what's better. I always watch the team that we're going to play and say, Am I, would I rather they lose this week or would I rather they win? Um, but, again, it comes right down to the end there, and, uh, you know, and then they wind up losing that. But it was a very entertaining game. There's no doubt about it. Okay, now let's go to uh, Chicago <laughs> against Atlanta. And you want to talk about a snake-bitten team. I mean, this Atlanta Falcons yeah. team. Well, I, Rich, I said it. I said it the day they lost that Super Bowl that this team will never yeah. recover. This is a dead team. And it's a shame because Quinn did a very good job there, but it's a dead team. You will never win with beat, this team. He's a, he's a beaten man now. Did you see his expressions yesterday? Absolutely. I did. Yeah, he, how can you finished. not be? I mean, you've seen the way they lost even these games this week. You know, it's over. I mean, it, yeah. it's done. It's I think, uh, you yep. know, I think you got to break that team up and, and move on. They're starting to get injuries to their veteran players. Julio Jones didn't play. But Nick Foles takes over for Trubinsky and, and comes out with the victory. So this is going to be, <laughs> you know, exciting. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes, right? Well, they said it's his job now, Foles. They, they could wait for yeah. this to happen. Yeah, and they're three and zero, right? Three and zero. Are they three and zero? Uh, yeah, Chicago I think three so. And which? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Foles is a strange guy, man. Uh, you know, he doesn't yeah. start the year. He comes in and he's got magic, and uh, you know, and, and listen, I guess while we're at it, we stay in that NFC North, right? Well. And. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, does he have something to prove? I mean, has this guy played any better, in, you know, in three games no. like this guy? He was just – and, uh, yeah. you know, it's so a, weird. A I, don't know, I don't know if you caught this, but I, I – listen, you know I'm not a big Saint guy. You're a big Saint guy. Uh, but there's no love lost there between him and, and Brees. No. If you caught the end no. of that game, it was a cordial shake, but you could read between the lines – that there's no love loss, and this is uh, this is my opinion. I don't have any inside information on it, but this is why I believe because I think that when you break it down, I've always said it was Marino Montana, and then Elway obviously came on late, and he you know and, and those guys were great. Well, it was always Brady and Manning. There's no taking away that that's what dominated. The, the two decades yep. is Brady and Manning. And then I think Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees are the next two guys that are in the mix, right? And I think when you yep. look at it, I think a guy like Aaron Rodgers can say, listen, Tom Brady won six Super Bowls. I understand why he gets the praise he does. And, you know, so, there's, you know, there's nothing I could do about that. I tip my hat to that, I think he says. But then I think he looks at Peyton Manning and he says the same thing. This guy was off the charts. He did some ex- unbelievable things. But I think when he looks at Drew Brees, I think he thinks he's overrated. And I think he thinks that he's a much better quarterback than Drew Brees. And for whatever reason, I think that that's where his rivalry stands. And especially now as they get to the latter part. I mean, I think they both won well, one Super Bowl, right? And, what lost that game for the Saints yesterday was that Hill fumble. You know, it wasn't Breeze's fault. Oh, it was the biggest you know, play of the game. They go to that thing way too much. No. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying it was Breeze's fault. No, I'm not saying it was Breeze's yeah. fault. Um, what I'm saying is but I think take the that ball that out of his hands like, with the game on the line to put Hill in there, I think it's just ridiculous. You know? Well, I, I never was. You were always into that. I was never into this, this move that they did. No, I, think I, it's I, don't mind, I don't mind when they use him as a receiver. I don't mind when, they, when he's going to pass, but – that stupid holding on to the ball and pulling it out late. I mean, this isn't, you know, Clemson against, you know, TCU, you know? Yeah. I, I hate that crap. I don't, I don't like, I don't it like that stuff. I don't like and, it either. And I you think, think the whole rhythm stupid. out of your offense. I mean, you need a touchdown to tie the game. I mean, you can't just be taking the quarterback in and out. You know, that's not right. That's not the right to do it. They're, they're too good for that, you know? I mean, we were doing it as yeah, a gimmick well, with the Wildcats. We had no quarterback. We didn't exactly have Drew Brees yeah, behind uh, center, you know? No, 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 exactly. I mean, like, you, you, when, you have a, when you have a top quarterback like that, a Hall of Fame quarterback of uh, that caliber to do stuff like that, I never really understood it either. 
Um, you do you want to do it when you're you know, in the beginning of the game, or you want to do it when you're like up by three touchdowns? I don't care, but I don't think you do it on the last drive of the game with the game on the line. I think Sean Payton yeah. is too ahead of himself sometimes. Yeah, you know he's too gimmicky. All right, let's right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, let's stay in our division a little bit because uh, the Raiders let me down hard. I mean, Ooh. I thought that they were going to be able to. I thought that they were going to be able to compete a lot better after last week's victory um, than they did against the Patriots. I mean, it, it, it seemed like, you know, all Patriots again. They stuck around a little bit, and then the Patriots just turned it into high gear. And, and, uh, and you think Gruden would have wanted some revenge for the puck game, you know? Right. That's all they talked about. That's all they talked about yeah. all week. And he made so many comments yeah. about it that, uh, you know, you, you would have thought that uh, it, it would have been a lot different, but, um, but boy, it, it just wasn't, you know? And uh, no. Newton, I mean, he guy's been on fire. And it's still, you know, Rich, it's just, I don't care. It's just driving me nuts, and I'm going to say it, and, and then having Kraft come on and give his comments of, you know, what a coup, and I can't believe he was on the market for seven months. And I can't believe it either. And the fact that they were able to save their season with this is just, yeah. oh. It doesn't irk me. I mean, it just really irks me that this team, um, you know, I still think they're the front runner in this division. I really do. But that was an aggravating game. And to see them, you know, beat the Raiders like they did, you know, this is a team now you're going to have to deal with for 16 weeks. <laughs> again, again, uh, again. And, you know, and another chisel on the week, Belichick too. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. They won twice right this week. I know. Graf got I know. Uh, the Chargers job. Kraft got what? You hear me? The Chargers job. Oh, Kraft got the Chargers job. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. They disallowed the videotape. You believe this? Yeah. What is it, Donnie Brasco? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. With, with, you know, when you got... When you got the dream team working on a misdemeanor massage parlor uh, uh, thing in Florida, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, come on, it, it was nonsensical. It really was. Oh, you know, when you, when you got that kind of. So that means he wasn't really on the video tape. That means. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. I knew that was coming. You knew that that was coming. But that label started they to get disallowed. The videotape. That's the best you got. Yeah, well, you know, make the guy pick up garbage yeah. on the side of the road for an hour and a half, something, you know? Yeah, that's happening. Yeah, that's happening. Yeah, what I'm saying, but imagine what? I mean, come on, man. It was, it was just a regular human being. I mean, they're gonna, they got a chain on their ankle right now, picking up garbage. Yeah. You know? Yeah, listen. I mean, yeah, I'm, you know, you know, I feel. I think so much of this stuff is blown out of proportion. But listen, the bottom line is, when you have the means that he has. And you're in his oh, boat, yeah. and with something like that, you know, the, 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 yep. the system is what it is. You know, it's yep. just, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah. They didn't try that. to How about it, though, Cle- you know what I mean? <laughs> no. How about Cleveland? Cleveland continues now. They beat Washington, who was playing pretty good. Um, so now the, uh, the Browns now win another game, 2-1 and one now, and, uh, um, Interesting to see if they could turn the corner. On another note, Pittsburgh wound up coming back and beating Houston. So, um, you know, it's a tight division again, right? I mean, at least for tight division, I mean, yeah, at the, least the, the I Ravens, think. The, the, yeah, it's a, it's a tough division. It's the Ravens, the Steelers, you know, the Browns are, are decent. You know, Houston's in that other division, right? Houston's in that. Right, uh, Houston's in the, the other one, and the Bengals are, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But still a tough division, you know? And, um, yeah. you know, I guess when you have – The Bengals uh, just don't have anything. You know, I, like, I like the quarterback, but they just don't have anything. I mean, the, the roster is terrible. Yeah. But as far as uh, division-wise, you know, it's it's still pretty solid. Absolutely, yep. You know, so, um, yeah, I mean, I thought that that was kind of – Interesting, uh, you know, when I looked at all that. And, of course, the Philadelphia wound up, you know, tying them in another weird game. Carson Wentz, I terrible. don't know what to make of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I stick with my Kirk Cousins. Uh, you were so into I've never been into Kirk Cousins. The guy's won maybe one no, big game. I was never into him. I was into the back account. 
I was just how much money this guy's made. You know, you were into him. You're not jumping off his bandwagon. No, I was he never. I was never arguments. in that. You thought he was a good quarterback. Never. I was never. And I never. You're crazy. You're crazy. And I know. Tennessee. Tennessee coming back. I could I could get witnesses to come on the stand, so don't push me on this. I might I might use the leftover craft craft attorney. Yeah, I might, since they got since their case ended much earlier, maybe they still got paid. I could like bring them in. You couldn't get a craft attorney John, to answer the phone. I'm calling. You hear me? I'm calling. Yeah, a craft John, attorney wouldn't answer your call. <laughs> I would like to, I would like to call John John Simonelli to the stand, please. John Simonelli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, Tennessee coming back and uh, and winning that game, you know. So they stay in contention. That's a game that you look like they were probably going to lose. And uh, um, you know, I I thought that uh, Brady, you know, seemed to dominate Denver. I don't think they're a very good team, but that's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out because it seems like. They're getting more in the swing. You know how I feel about Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a Hall of Fame receiver as far as I'm concerned, and I think one of, if not the biggest reason, that he wanted to go there, which nobody even talks about. And, you know, he had the worst game I've ever seen him play week one, and he certainly is back into Mike Evans' form. Uh, so they, they were able to dominate there. Um, so, you know, like I said, I, I think uh, – and, and, and lastly uh, – um, you know, I, I heard that Matt Patricia's job is basically on the line with playoffs or bust, uh, and they were able to come out with a victory. So, yeah, they, have you heard that? Like, uh, supposedly the management told Patricia, like, this is it. You make the playoffs or you're out. Well, it didn't, didn't the old lady, uh, she kind of, like, gave it up to her daughter or something now? You know, a Ford's widow? She made – You know? So she's the one so. who I think it? she, like, relinquished it. I think she relinquished the ownership, like, to her daughter or something. You know, and the daughter has that much. Uh, <laughs> she's getting that aggressive that you're putting the, Patricia as a lame duck coach already. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's surprising. That's, but you know, that's keep that's in mind, Rich, keep, keep in mind, Schwartz took that team from 0 and 16 to the playoff, and they fired I, him. That was a mistake. There's no reason why that guy got let go like that. He's a yeah, good football coach. He's an excellent defensive football player. I remember. Guy. I wanted he him as their defensive from... coordinator. Remember, he turned the, yeah, he turned those so down. Did I. Remember? He yeah. turned us down immediately. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, that guy went from 0 16 to the playoffs, and he got no respect for it at all. And Detroit is like a wasteland as far as football goes. It's going to take a lot. Them oh, and it's going to take a lot to turn that franchise around. I hope they both do because they're long-time NFL teams, and, you know, you hate to see it go on as long as it has. But, um, well, you know, know but they again, have problems. Patricia, Stafford's not getting any younger either. You know, so they're, they're in the quarterback sweepstakes again pretty soon. They are, yeah. So I can see a lot of veteran quarterbacks moving around, like Matt Ryan, guys like that. I, I can just see changes coming. I think it's getting to that time, you know. But we'll yeah, see. could be. We'll, we'll see how it all goes. All right, so the Dolphins uh, head into Seattle, and uh, we'll, we'll see if we can uh, continue uh, the Dolphins' winning streak as we come to the end of the road here. So we'll see you next Monday on the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing. 